Listen, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it authentic. You can transform your life with holistic approaches to wellness. You can rejuvenate your mind, your body, and your soul through this personalized nutrition and organic product that I offer. You'll feel vibrant and energized while living a lifestyle that nourishes you from the inside out. You can truly discover the power of optimal nutrition. I help people eat, move, and feel better. And that's all that matters. Healthy mind, healthy heart, healthy soul. Hit me up. Let's get on a call. Let's talk. I'd love to help. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. So glad to have you here. Hope you're having a great day so far. I'm having a great time here. I'm eating a local grass-fed steak on some, with some local uh, organic sweet potatoes. And I got my friend Caleb here, my good friend Caleb. He's uh, sitting in red light on his EMF palette. So we are already setting the tone for a pretty base conversation. I hope you guys are ready for some red pills because they're coming your way. Um, Caleb, why don't you give yourself a little introduction to the listeners, tell a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from and what you do. So yeah, my name is Caleb. Uh, I've been... I'm currently in Wisconsin, looking to move to Miami by the end of the year, and I'm in remote sales. And the easiest way to get a hold of me would be uh, Caleb Rogo on IG. C- I'll tag it below. Yeah, C-X-L-E-B-R-O-G-O. That's my handle. So yeah, I'd be happy to connect with anyone uh, if they have any questions after this call. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, so... Why don't you go ahead and just explain to us why you're sitting in a completely red lit room? So I have recently dove down deep in the health rabbit hole. And what you come to find out is that we're all bombarded with EMFs and constant under constant uh, inflammation. So the easiest ways to do like to get rid of the inflammation is either to ground or be exposed to red light more than blue light, because as you know, blue light is all around us, whether it's lights, phones, everything, there's no way to get around it, especially in today's culture, unless you're outside 24 seven. So the easiest way to combat that is to obviously ground. And if you can't do that, sit on a PM PEMF mat or sleep on one or get a ton of uh, red light, which is also vital to the to the body and to the skin, et cetera. Yeah, the certain wavelength that the red light emits because the blue light is actually contrary to the frequency that you resonate with. So when you're you know, hit with that red light, the, the vibration, the wavelength is, is um, harmonious with your, with your vibration. Like you, sure. should be, you should be putting your bare feet on the ground every day. And if you're not, um, which I guarantee you the overwhelming majority of people aren't, and there's going to be a lot of inflammation in, in the body and whatnot. Like I want to say yesterday I came home and I was just out of the house for a long time. Like, you know, at the gym, like doing running errands and doing stuff and staying busy. I come back and I just have a wave of like, of just exhaustion. Like, Oh, I'm so tired. I want to lay down. I just don't, I don't want to do anything right now. And then, you know, I go outside, get my feet in the ground, get some sun. 10 minutes later, I'm completely rejuvenated 
that low energy was completely gone. I am high energy, ready to kill the rest of my day. Yeah, I mean, even 10 minutes of daily sun is, uh, I mean, it, it'll do wonders on the body. But, I mean, as you know, we're, the media has portrayed the sun to be deadly and toxic to the body. So everyone now stays inside under air conditioning with minimal sunlight, which is obviously detrimental to our health, hence why all health diseases uh, have skyrocketed in the past couple of years, so, uh, to be exact. Yeah, man, it's, um, it's actually kind of sad to see. And I think people were psyoped and people were psyoped into thinking that the sun is actually a harmful thing. Um, like you, if I live at the beach, so I kind of see it a lot. Oh, wear your sunscreen today. It's hot outside. And I just see people lathering themselves with the soy screen. Like their whole skin is now like white with the soy screen. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, why are you afraid of the sun? Like if you would just expose yourself to the sun in a natural way. And like, you know, if you're inside a lot and you want to change your ways, like go into the sun gradually. Like you shouldn't, we shouldn't like putting like a lotion on your face and your body because you're in the sun for an extended period of time. is not natural. And I would also like to add that we didn't really have skin cancer until sunscreen was a thing. So. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah, the way, like we said, the media portrays it is that the sun is harmful. So they give us chemicals to put on our body, which our skin is one of our biggest organs and one of our biggest detox centers as well. So when your body is overwhelmed with inflammation and needs to detox, the biggest and easiest way to get it out is through the skin. So inevitably by putting sunscreen on, actually you're blocking uh, the sun being able to detox your body correctly. And instead uh, it, instead of detoxing, it, it absorbs the sunscreen, which actually then is actually proven in some case studies to result in cancer, hence why the cancer rates have gone up. Yes. Uh, which obviously there is more information to that, but that is definitely one of the main causes. Another one is probably blue light toxicity, being inside all day, never going out, seeing the sun, uh, being on a device, and then at night watching TV while working usually all day under blue light is just, it's toxic to the body. So yeah, that's one of the big things that people are unaware of that, unfortunately, they won't find the right information to unless they go research it themselves. Yeah, it completely knocks you off your innate vibration. Um, like you have a resonant frequency and doing these types of things just knocks you off that resonant frequency. And then we begin to wonder, oh, why we have depression and why we have, you know, have such bad mental health problems, why people are sick all the time and why we're just living in a society that's crumbling culturally. And I kind of want to piggyback off like this, um, <clears throat> the sunscreen thing. So you're, you're coupling sunscreen with sunglasses and sunglasses are kind of also not resonant with your frequency because when you're wearing sunglasses, you're wearing a protective layer, a protective lens blocking and inhibiting the rays of the sun reaching your eyes. And when the rays naturally are able to reach your eyes, that is the indicator to your body to allow the skin to be open to receiving more sunlight. And so when you're blocking the rays from, from reaching your eyes, then your body doesn't get the natural response to prepare the skin for sunlight. So that's another reason why people are getting burned very easily. And, and um, it's, I mean, it, it's common sense when you realize it, but 
um, you know, you think, oh, I need my sunglasses. It's so bright outside. Well, it's bright outside because you've conditioned yourself to live under the blue light where it's completely opposite of what you should be doing. Um, Agreed. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and it even should, goes to show actually that, uh, well, like you said, the, the easiest way for the body to defend itself is to know what's coming. So you putting sunglasses over your eyes covers your eyes telling you it's bright outside. So it thinks it's darker. So it lowers its barrier of protection. Like you said, hence why when you put on sunglasses then, and the, it thinks it's dark, but it's really not, then you're more susceptible to get burned. And then besides that, a lot of the people that do wear sunglasses also wear sunscreen. So it's double as bad because yeah, the skin double doesn't winning. know. The, yeah, the skin doesn't know it's super bright outside, so then it can't defend itself properly. And then, like I said, instead of detoxing, it's absorbing, which is obviously terrible for your health. Yeah, and so sunscreen is one of like multiple chemicals and carcinogens that we put on our body. Well, you know, if you do that, if you live, if you're putting like store bought like conventional stuff onto your body, like that's just sunscreen is just one of multiple carcinogens that you're putting into your body so if you're washing your hair and your body with um, conventional shampoos and conditioners which we actually don't necessarily need in the first place like we were psyoped into believing that we do that um, conventional deodorant with heavy metals and other fragrance fragrances colognes and makeup if you're a woman it, all this crap that is just you've been we've been lied to about and for for what reason exactly if you follow the money, then you'll kind of realize like, okay, so these people like are telling us to put this stuff on our body because they want to make money off of us. And if we're not well, then they can make even more money off of us. Yeah. That's what it's all based on. It's you can't make money on people who are healthy and people who live a healthy lifestyle. The only way to make more money is to get the people sick, prescribe a pill that covers one problem while inevitably, while inevitably causing more problems down the road, right? Right. If I go, if I go to the doctor, doctor for something wrong, they're going to prescribe a pill. That pill has multiple side effects. So then down the road, I'm going to get those other side effects. So I'm going to keep coming back, buying more pills, and I'm in a constant loop where they're feeding off me. And that's the cycle that once you get out of, it's life changing because you're no longer focused on the system for your health but you find the health in you through your diet, through nature, all this stuff that we've been conditioned to go to as last resort is now becoming the first resort. Because when you go to the doctor, the doctor doesn't ask you, just say you're sick or you have a fever. That's usually a sign of your body having to detox and mm -hmm. because you're too inflamed. So it gives a fever so that you're able to deflame it yourself and uh, detox. So you going to the doctor, they should tell you, okay, what have you been eating? Well, just say you've been eating McDonald's every day the last three weeks. Well, no wonder why you're sick because you're super inflamed. Your body isn't able to process that toxic food as well as the seed oils, et cetera, in the food. If it, I wouldn't even consider it food because it isn't food, but no. et cetera. So it's like, that should be the doctors. The only way to real, really get to the root cause is to fix the fundamentals, which is what we eat and obviously how we go about our day in the sense of are we doing stuff to limit our inflammation are we drinking healthy water are we eating whole foods all this stuff that 
should be simple and common sense is now becoming like the last resort. Like I said, it's, no, you go. it's, it's, um, it's kind of, you're kind of like, and you're kind of like a outlier when you're taking these extra steps to ensure your health, because it's not necessarily considered normal to, to, you know, prioritize nature, prioritize eating healthy food, cooking your own food, um, seeking holistic methods to healing. Like, you know, I'll, I'll be in conversation with people and they're just telling them like, oh, like, you know, about my diet, like, oh yeah, I just try and eat like really healthy and I'm kind of strict about it. And like, oh, like I've never met a 20 year old who's cooked for themselves every day, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like how, like, I can't imagine like what people are, are doing, like what people are eating if they're not, if they're not taking care of themselves by even cooking simple meals, like going to buy McDonald's or eating like goldfish for dinner, like, like it's just it's preposterous yeah i mean and if you look back 50 60 years ago i mean i guarantee you everyone was eating 90 percent of their meals at least at their house because right. food wasn't as accessible so that's one thing is it was more accessible as, to the household yeah exactly and so that's one thing that's definitely changed with uh social media and the whole integration of the internet but also just more industrialism is that now we're having access to stuff that we never had access to before so now people are eating worse consuming worse in their not only like in content even on social media they're consuming like stuff that isn't healthy for them in their like in their brain they're constantly scrolling on social media and just being addicted to everything in sight instead of having self-control over their body what they're consuming what they're eating etc which leads to a healthy lifestyle because if you can control how much you're on social media you in essence can control your mind then you're telling it's okay i'm done so and if you control your mind you control your life so that's one the biggest thing with social media is that they want us so addicted so that we and in essence don't have control over ourselves and then when we don't have control over ourselves they have control over us because if you don't control yourself someone else is that's you exactly right that. That's exactly right. Like it all really stems back to mentality because if you are thinking the right thoughts, if you're in a right state of mind, if you have the correct mindset, you're going, you're going to want to eat the proper foods. You're going to want to live the proper lifestyle. You're going to want to do the proper things that are going to be optimizing your lifestyle and be actually living at a, at a place where you can be like healthy. It's not even, it's not even healthy. It's normal. Yeah. I mean, that's what, it should be. that's what it should be. It should be considered normal. We shouldn't, we shouldn't need to identify people as healthy and not healthy. It should just be normal and not normal. But that's one thing that we've drifted away from is yeah. it's like, Oh, these... you're so healthy. Yeah. Like, no, no exactly. you're so unhealthy. Yeah, no, exactly. And we're, and when you're eating this healthy and going into a more holistic lifestyle, it's funny how everyone sees you as odd when really they're the ones that are odd because they're the ones that are actually killing themselves in the process. Yeah. And the Bible um, even says, treat your body as a temple. So why are we not going to treat our bodies as a temple that God gave us and instead fill it with toxic crap and then be mad for things not going our way when we we literally have control over our body and what we feed it. Yeah, no, it, it that's again, totally right. Because if you think about it, your body is a, 
is a machine that is so complex and so intricate that it's been designed to the precise detail and that people don't you know people can consider that but they don't realize the 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 essence that is your body and your body when treated properly can become even more capable of things that you that you didn't think before if you're living this proper lifestyle then you're going to you're going to become more capable than you were before because before you're putting shit food in your body you're not consuming the right content you're in the blue light you're surrounded by negative people with your environment you're not thinking the right thoughts but when you change all that to optimize it then you'll just be functioning at an even better level your your body is so capable of that and you just have to tap into it 1000% 1000% yeah man so i mean i i love that we started the podcast with talking about you know health and optimizing health i don't this is probably the first time that I'm on the show we've had such a base conversation about health overall but um well, as a businessman, health is number one. If you, if you have, it doesn't matter how much money you have if you're not healthy, right? No one's going to take a 10 million or even billion dollar check to sit in a wheelchair the rest of their life or to not even wake up, right? So that's the one thing you need to realize is just waking up every day is a blessing. And once you change your mindset to that and just have gratitude every day, that's already the biggest win you can get every day. It doesn't matter what goes wrong in your life that day. Just be thankful that you even woke up because there's people every day that don't wake up. So just that that little mindset change will change. But yeah, at the end of the day, without health, everything else is nothing. Yeah. Because if we're not healthy and living a healthy lifestyle and being able to do what we want to do autonomously, not relying on anything else, then what do we really have? Yeah, good health is is the the most important thing. And I, I know I never feel bad when I spend money that on something for my health. Like if I'm going to spend really? a little bit extra money on getting the higher quality foods, I'm not going to feel bad about it because I'm, I'm prioritizing myself so that I can go out and do things in a better manner. People always complain and people are always quick to say, oh, but it's so expensive. Okay. Well, how much, how much money a month are you spending on vapes and alcohol? How much money a month are you spending on your on your TV subscriptions? You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. it's all about priorities. Yeah, it's about priorities and perspective and what they really want to focus on, right? I mean, a lot of people, like you said, they're they're prioritizing everything else right now and their health is taking a hit and then they're putting all the money that they they think they saved, which they really didn't now into their body later because they're years and years and years behind. That's yeah. one thing you notice There's a lot of people, they sacrifice, just say uh, their health for money. And then as they get older, they spend all their money trying to get back their health. So why not pull all levers at once and be healthy and whatever you want, whether it be riches, whatever, like a good relationships, everything health at the end of the day leads to abundance in all areas because you're able to get more work done. You're able to think more clearly if you're eating healthy foods. You're being, you'll, you'll be able to work longer and harder than other people. And even at that, your relationships will be, will benefit because you'll be in a better mood. Uh, you'll be able to do things with them, even though you don't, when you don't want to, you'll just have an overall better life based on the food, which it sounds crazy, but me attesting to my diet the last couple of months, I can attest that diet really is everything. And even like just the way you conduct yourself and uh, consume, whether it be, like I said, mentally or physically, 
that your life really changes for the better when you're just conscious and aware of everything you do. Yeah, I, th- I think awareness is a big thing, right? Like you're aware of what you're putting in your body, you're aware of um, what you're consuming and how you're thinking. I think awareness of thoughts is is huge. Um, if, which Agreed. Like if you're aware of your thoughts and you can kind of curate those thoughts to be more abundant and productive rather than holding you back. Um, like there, it's just, it's a hard, it's a challenging bridge to cross. Um, but having awareness of your thoughts is, is definitely a catalyst in changing your lifestyle for the better, at least in my opinion. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I mean, then that goes into mindset. Cause like I said, if you can't control your thoughts, you can't control anything else. Like a lot of us, even like going back to then the food, like just because, uh, like a lot of us aren't even hungry, but we still eat meals. Right. Right. Like there are some days that I eat a big lunch that I don't need to eat dinner because I'm not hungry, but a lot of us are programmed. Okay. It's five o'clock, six o'clock, four o'clock, whatever time you eat dinner, I need to go eat something. It's like you're, you should only be eating when you feel the need or urge to, and when you're actually hungry, hence why obesity skyrocketed because we get in this mood of, okay, I wake up, I eat breakfast, then at noon, I eat lunch. And then at dinner, I eat, I eat at five. And every day I'm going to do that, which it's like, what if I wake up and I'm not hungry? Why don't just, I just wait till lunch. Right. So it's all this stuff that's programmed into us just because it's the routine. And it's the same thing with our thoughts. The more we consume negative content, the more negative our thought patterns will be, which will yeah. lead to the, I don't associate with anything with depression because I don't think it's real but yes that's how you 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 develop negative thought patterns which then you go to the doctor for and they prescribe you with a pill which in reality if you just changed your mindset and were around positive people around positive messages trying to just get better if you just focused on getting better you would have no thoughts of negativity or like depression because you'd be so focused on your mission and goal that everything would take over that's what a lot of people don't understand everyone that seems to have these mental uh, problems, they're just lacking a drive, a vision, and a purpose for life. So if they really just directed all their negative energy towards trying to do something positive and uh, fulfill a purpose or fulfill a goal or achieve something, all their problems would go away just like that. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's important to, to focus on the positive things. I think a lot of times people get stuck in consuming negative content. So I think a big part of it has to do with um, the music you listen to, the Agreed. the movies and TVs that TV shows that you watch. Like I don't even watch movie and TV shows anymore. Neither do and, I. And but when you are tuned into that, you're you're consuming content that's negative. They're gonna be they're going to be showing you like casual sex. They're going to be showing you alcohol consumption and they're going to be showing you other drugs and they're going to be showing you like just a bunch of negative stuff, especially like in the music too, or like, like money, cars and clothes and hoes. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like that's just not the type of thoughts you need to be putting into your head. Like I don't like late, the past like month or say, so, I want to say I've been, I've been grinding like the techno, like house music, just straight up listening to the sounds and letting my mind mm-hmm. just, like ponder on things and I found that to be so beneficial for just my overall state of mind because it just allows my mind to flow and not be so overwhelmed by like lyrics and certain sounds that I can just listen to these techno songs and have my own thoughts instead of be 
programmed and subjected to other people's lyrics. Yeah, well, like you said, actually, a lot of people don't know this, but whenever they're watching a movie or listening to music, it goes directly past your conscious mind and your subconscious. Oh, yeah. So you're programming yourself without even knowing it. So, for example, Khalid has a song called Young, Young, Dumb and Broke. Why would anyone want to be listening to that? Because what they're doing is listening to that song is affirming that. Yeah. And what you put out, you get back. So you affirming that saying, I'm that, which I don't associate with. Like you're, you're affirming it and it's going to end up happening. And then the same thing in movies, like they program, for example, the, if you watch any early pre 2000s movie, the men are super masculine. Then you can see a slowly slow decay. And then now it's obviously terrible to where the men are pretty much getting run over by the female in every movie. Yeah. And it's the, all it's all on purpose. They're trying to deliver their message. And it's the same thing with music. They do it through everything, culture, through the news, the media, the movies, the music, everything. They force their message upon us. So yeah, just just be conscious and aware of what you're consuming because whether you like it or not, whatever you're watching and consuming you're affirming yes exactly and like something i want i want to pounce off with uh the movie stuff if you if you watch like they're they're starting to turn things like they're they're not that putting females that like you know as a protagonist is a bad thing but like females are overarchingly becoming the protagonist in a lot of things and that means that the you know that that secondary character that that the male is with to the component of the female yes. you, i start i've started to notice that okay sure the main character is a woman whatever but the dude is totally emasculate completely feminine a lot of times there's a gay or a trans person a part yeah. of the movie. i'm like why do you have to like make programming like why? yeah and then they make exactly. sure there's a scene they make sure there's some type of scene so that everyone sees it yeah and and it's just becoming it's so obvious i don't know how people can't realize this and even i was watching a movie with my grandparents um and it was about um i don't remember what it was about but it was about like the two the main character was gay and he had to tell his like family and he was like oh like guys like i'm gay like oh here's my boyfriend and my even my nana like she was like i just don't understand why they're making a big deal out of it all the time and i was like thank you nana i know yeah like it's just no and especially for like a one percent or whatever less like one or less percent of the population that they are they're making up for some reason like 80 percent, which is just crazy and I'm, but, well, I'm pretty sure Gen Z is 20 or 25 percent, like 20, 20 or 25 percent of Gen Z um, associates with the LGBT community. Yeah, which is that not I mean, is that not insane? <laughs> no, yeah, which is a whole nother topic on the school system and the programming and everything that's going in there. But I mean, obviously, we know it's being pushed up and propagated by the media, right? I mean, yeah. you, you never saw none of this in the movies 20 years ago and earlier. No, even like 15 years ago and earlier, it's been slowly more and more. They start with one movie. Now they make it a mandatory requirement that any movie to be eligible for certain awards like the Grammys and all those other awards in order to even be up there or even to get played in the on the big screen in all these cinemas is that they have to abide by all these rules. They have to have a certain certain uh, cast of ethnicities and uh, all these pronouns, et cetera. They each have to line up in a like a column and check off all these boxes to even 
be put onto these big screens. So it just shows that, I mean, the propaganda has gotten way worse and will yeah. probably continue to get worse. And it makes you wonder the motive behind it. Like, why is there such a big push to have more people associate with the LGBT? Why is there such a big push to be so diversity inclusive? Why, like, what? what's the reasoning behind this? And it, if you really like look into some pretty dark stuff i mean there's there's a hypersexualization of kids going on yeah and a, and a lot of people are actually becoming aware of how this movement is targeting the children why are they targeting the children you need to be asking these questions why what what is the motive behind telling kids that it's okay to be to question your gender if you yeah. clearly have a penis or a vagina or to question your sexuality when you haven't even hit puberty yet why why is that we need to be asking these questions and we need to be yeah. standing up to the people that are that are taking advantage of the innocence of children yeah and what's even worse is they're doing it during these phases where their mind can be molded exactly. so what and a lot of them actually there's a very high suicide rate with kids that get these surgeries at young ages that like we all go through phases of life. There's all these seasons. Some seasons are different than others, right? So these kids are going through a season just because they may seem the opposite now doesn't mean you go ahead and do everything because a lot of these kids end up offing themselves, which is terrible because they made a change. And if they, they if you would have just let nature take its they course, were, they would have ended up normal as they were coerced into making yeah. a change. And it's part of the school system, which then I think it has to do with AI coming in being transgenderless, like it's genderless. Right. So if they force everyone to be transgender, everyone is just considered an it, that it makes us no different than a robot, which yeah. obviously we are way more, we're way above robot levels because we're created by an actual supreme being and not just another human. Yeah, we have our bodies work intri like intricately, and no human will ever be able to replicate that. No, it's pretty deep stuff. I encourage everyone to watch the documentary from the Daily Wire. What is a woman? Um, he does a fantastic job interviewing people um, across the world on this topic, and he asks the question, "What is a woman?" And some of these people, professors and doctors, can't answer this question. They beat around the bush. Um, you yeah. know, I don't remember exactly what he's, what they're saying, um, what what their responses are. But you know, it's they they visibly get uncomfortable with the being posed the question, "What is a woman?" Um, because they they can't answer what that is. And then he goes, Matt Walsh goes to Africa. He goes to this African tribe and asks them, oh, what's well, a woman? And they say, oh, wait, what do you mean? He's like, well, what, what's a woman? A woman has a vagina. And yeah. then he says, okay, well, in my country, like a man can be a woman. And then the dude, it's like this elder in the tribe, like told the translator that they think that's a mental disease. Yeah. No. And even if you look back 20 years ago, plus, and even like 10 years ago, it was Everything like that was labeled a mental disease. Then slowly we start accepting one thing and they keep moving the goalposts farther and farther to where now it's not even in sight. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm actually, um, 
I've seen a lot of parents and adults start to put their put their foot down with yeah. this agenda and say no more. And they're removing their children from these schools. They're not, you know, they're removing their their children from being exposed to these ideas. And and I think that's a good thing because kids need to just focus on being kids and they shouldn't be they that's kids are focused on playing tag and focused on, I don't know, I guess they're playing Fortnite too and playing soccer. You know, they shouldn't have to worry about whether they're a boy or a girl. Like I mean, it should be pretty definite anyways. Yeah. And I mean, they shouldn't even have to like wrestle with that in their mind because then they're, they're questioning themselves and then they're not able to control their own thoughts. And they're not sure about themselves. And, and and like you, yeah, they're just not able to control their thoughts. And there's just, if you personally, I've spoken to people in the LGBT community. I mean, they, it doesn't sound like mentally they're doing like, like they always complain about their anxiety and their depression and all oh, this, oh, that. And it's just like, oh, why, why, I wonder why that is. Um, yeah, it's, so. it's not a healthy lifestyle. I mean, that's no. just at the end of the day, it's just no, not. It's and not. I mean, even their flag goes to show that they put sex above everything, which yeah. is not a healthy way to live. Yeah. Someone told me that um, the flag, so we have our chakras, right? It, yeah. Energetic chakras. Yeah, the flag is the upside happen. down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. their red chakra, which is the, the lowest on their right, yeah. on, on the correct flag, on the correct rainbow flag, which has seven colors and not six. The red is at the bottom because as you transcend and ascend, you become higher and you care less about the sexual realm. But for their flag, it has six and they have red at the top, which means that's pretty much all they care about. Yep. Yeah. So hence why the mental illness, the mental diseases in that community are prevalent. And I mean, yeah, like you said, it's just not an overall healthy lifestyle. And I think we all know it's wrong in the end. Yeah. And that's tough pill for some people to swallow. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a crazy rabbit hole. Um, and like black pill for society for sure but um on to more positive things let's um let's talk about (laughs) let's talk about importance of networking man i want to talk about i wanted to graze over this subject with you because um i i know that you're something you're passionate about is is creating this ultimate giga network of connections and high value people and stuff and ultimately as i've progressed in my journey i realized the same thing too it's okay i need to be making as many connections as i can as much as possible meeting as many people because the value exchange that comes with meeting people and you never know who you can provide value to you never know who wants to provide value to you agreed yeah so for me the biggest thing is whoever you want to get in contact to whether it's even steven me anyone you want to get in contact to you always need to lead with value That's the way the world works. Everyone at the end of the day, you need to realize is selfish, right? We, you need to be selfish because if you were selfless, you'd actually be more selfish. If that makes sense. So just say I'm the most selfless person, hundred percent selfless. Don't care anything about myself. I'm going to walk around probably smelling bad, overweight, not caring about myself and in the end affecting others more because I would, I, don't care about myself, right? Whereas actually you need to be some level of selfish because you can't pour from an empty empty cup. That's just the way the world works. Like I need to be able to focus on myself while still giving to others. So the correct balance is 70% selfish and 30% selfless. 
Mm. Because like I said, if you're completely selfless, you're going to end up putting yourself in a hole because no one's going to want to be around you. Even though you care so much about everyone else, they're not going to want to be with someone who doesn't even care for themselves with their hygiene, with their health, all their basic aspects and their money too. They're probably going to be broke because they're going to be so focused on doing things for other people and not caring about themselves. So that's one thing I learned is that you need to lead with value and identify what it is that whoever you're going up to needs and addresses, and you're able to address that problem and provide value to them. So just say, I want to get in contact with a, a baseball player and he's got a decent content. Uh, he's got decent content. So I'm going to help him uh, just say run ads for him or something like that. Cause he's got a product to sell or something like that. You need to identify what it is that person's looking for and try to solve that problem with them for free. That's the catch for free. Don't expect anything, but just provide the value because in the end, if their effort matters, that's what a lot of people don't understand is even if nothing comes of it and they like, they don't answer you, they're going to appreciate the effort that maybe your service doesn't work for them, but they can refer you to someone else who your service will work for. So it's not always about like, yes, you provided value. You killed it on this one person. Just because it didn't affect that person doesn't mean he doesn't refer, uh, refer you to a friend and you help him. And then you go on to make millions together. That's just the way the world works is like, you never want to cut opportunities. So, and the easiest way to get into those opportunities is providing value and building deeper relationships. But the way to get in the door is to provide value and identify what it is that person needs without them asking, right? Because it's, no one wants to waste their time with someone that comes to them and says, what can I do for you? You should, you should at least should go out of your way. Yeah, you should at least go out of your way to try to identify, okay, this person needs that. I'm gonna try to provide that. Even if it's a bad thing, they, they're still gonna appreciate the effort regardless. That's just, like if someone comes to me and says they can help me with something, even if they can't and like it goes south, at least like I'm still going to be thankful for the effort that they gave because they were trying to reach out and trying to help me. Right. Just, so just, yeah, my take on the getting in the right circles is, uh, yeah, providing value. And then two, don't be scared to pay. Sometimes you need to pay for access. And actually there's a bunch of entrepreneurs, uh, Albert Pernesiato is one of them. He, uh, he paid Patrick bet David to mentor him and to coach him to get in his circle. He paid Bradley to mentor, coach him to get in his circle. He paid Grant Cardone. That's one thing you notice is a lot of these guys at the top, they pay people ahead of them to get into the right circles. Cause that's what it's all about is access. At the end of the day, access leads to opportunities and opportunities lead to money. Yeah, bro. You couldn't have said that better, to be honest. Um, like I, when you're trying to provide value and you go in with no expectations, you kind of relieve the stress off yourself. Like you don't have to provide value to everyone that you come across, but you're still making that connection. You're still bridging that, you know, making a, you're making a friend what it is. Yeah. And that friend, like, even though you probably, you know, you, you might not have been able to help them, you, you made the friend, but they, they might know someone that you, you know, that could benefit from your value, or they might even reciprocate the effort back onto you. Exactly. But if it does happen to work out and you do it expectation free, that person might be generous enough to, you know, give you value in exchange. And it's all about a value exchange. 
Um, yeah. I think paying for access to networks and in, in, in uh, circles is, is super important. Um, I like, I've done it myself. I know you have done it and yeah. just completely exponentially grew oh. every, every aspect pretty much of, of networking and entrepreneurship and self-development and connections, everything. And, and you, it's, it's money well spent and you shouldn't regret Agreed. Like I said before, spending money, like I don't regret spending money on my health and I don't regret spending money on myself in this regard, because ultimately you are investing in yourself and you're investing in your future and you're investing in whatever you have building, whatever you're building for yourself. And you, when you join these circles, when you pay for access to this stuff, realize that everybody else in the same network in the same circle paid for the same access that you paid for so they're just as serious as doing this stuff as you are and those people that are just as serious as doing this stuff as you are are going to take you just as serious as they take themselves yeah and that's that's one thing is like you realize that you can't go anywhere without investing in yourself whether it be food like through the health phase or even like you said access like at the end of the day you have to believe in yourself to be able to go accomplish anything. So if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to accomplish anything because no one else is going to believe in you. So you investing in yourself, willing to take a risk on uh, a mentor or a coach or getting a network, even if it doesn't do anything, you at least took the risk that you're one step closer, whether you mm. think about it or not, because you at least had the confidence and self-belief that this was going to pay out. Even if it doesn't, you had the confidence and that's what you need confidence if you have confidence in yourself you will go farther than any than someone who doesn't that's just the way it works and like even confidence can portray like if you have confidence but no skills you'll get farther than the person with skills but no confidence yeah uh, you have to have belief in yourself um but belief is the first thing that will is the only thing that will get you over that line um, and there's, there's so many tes testimonies to that in sports and in business and in all walks of life. Um, because if you're, if you don't have doubts in your own abilities, then you'll be executing at a pretty much 100% success rate. And yeah. that's not, that's not saying one and done success. That's saying over time, your success rate will be 100% because you have the confidence in your own abilities to achieve whatever goal you have set for yourself. And that's including if you also don't quit. I know you put out a tweet about that today. Yeah. I mean, the way, the only way you won't achieve success is if you quit, you can't, you can't ever win. If you, if you quit, you'll never win. But if you, you'll always win if you never quit. That's one thing people need to understand. But also that fear isn't real. It only exists in the mind and not in the physical physical world. Like if I'm, if I'm in a street fight, you take away my mind, I'm not scared. But as soon as you import the mind, then that's where the fear comes in. So if you go through life covering the fear and just taking risk, taking chances, something's bound to hit. Right. Eventually, when you throw enough stuff at the wall, something's going to crack. Something's going to crack it. Something's going to stick. And something's going to work and propel you to where you want to go. But it's about staying consistent, staying disciplined. Even when stuff isn't going right, you're just keeping your head down and working. And that's where a lot of people, that's where they quit. 
And that's why they never just succeed and achieve what they want to. And then they get mad at other people who don't quit that achieve their stuff because they're jealous deep down for themselves quitting because they could have got that, but they didn't have the guts to stick through it. Yeah. And I think it's important to realize you also, well, you also made a tweet about this. You also need to realize that there are multiple ways to success. There are multiple ways to achieve that goal that you attain for you, like you have set for yourself. Um, and people get so short-sighted and they think that this one specific way they expect it to work in their mind, work in reality. But in fact, your expectations are so contrary to the way reality unfolds that you actually have to eliminate all your expectations and ultimately go with the flow. So, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, there's so many ways to make money. It's just a matter of what you choose and what resonates with you. I mean, some, for some people, it might be sales, some, it might be marketing, some, it might be the entrepreneurships of just say building a software, building an app. There's so many different ways to get to the same level, but like, you quitting on one or like you not succeeding at one doesn't mean every other one's not going to work for you. Right. So that's one thing that people don't understand is there's multiple ways to get to the same end goal. It's just a matter of saying, I'm going to take this route and not quit at this route. Because at the end of the day, if you, even if you try every single money-making route or any route in general for anything you want to achieve in life, but you never get to the end goal, it's going to be the same result, which is not you not getting to that end goal because you quit too early and you keep thinking that the next road, the next road, the next road, instead of thinking I'm going to make this road work. Yes. Like eventually you just got to keep your head down and not quit. And that's one thing that a lot of people, they can't seem to push through the barrier of adversity. And I think part of that's due to the victim mentality being, uh, being praised by many people these days for like, uh, proclaiming their own sorrows of the world being against them when in reality no one's against them if i if i walked by you today you wouldn't care like if, if we didn't know each other down the road no one's out to hurt you no one cares everyone cares about themselves so you thinking that the world cares enough to stop you from getting to where you want is just absolutely it's crazy to think i mean it's the lowest iq thing ever yeah me so, against the world yeah no exactly and it's like yeah at the end of the day no one gives a fuck about what you think <laughs> and like everything at the end of the day no one yeah no one does but everyone just thinks that way and it's because the victim mindset it's easier to cop out because you'll get praise from copping out than i mean a lot of and you realize this a lot of people like just say trump successful people like him get hated but all he did was stick to his goal and reach his goal and now he's hated for becoming successful when that was his goal and plan all along but he just didn't yeah. quit anyone it's, anyone could be in his space and his or in his place but it's just are people willing to put in the time are willing people willing to put in the effort the discipline the consistency that it takes to get to that level and at the end of the day he's where he is because of their under one percent are willing to get and uh willing to go through what he had to go through to get there but no one sees that everyone sees the stuff he has now but no one saw the probably multiple all-nighters he had all the sleepless days, all the work he put in, all the the crap he had to take to get to that road, they just see the final result. Yeah. So yep. that's one thing that I wish was documented more was the struggle because everyone sees the blessings, but never the struggle. And you can't have the blessings without the struggle. Yeah, dude. 
I agree. I agree, man. And I think um, a lot of people are so short-sighted, like they think very short-term and they expect quick results because we've been conditioned to have quick and instant gratification. But actually that's not the way reality works. Like you have to, you have to think about everything being a long-term thing. You have to think about the long-term effects of your decisions. You have to think about the long-term of the plan that you have for yourself. Right. Um, I, I say a lot about jujitsu and stuff. Like I can, I can get my, I can get the shit kicked out of me one day and I'm like, Oh God, what, what, like, what is wrong with me? I'm so bad at this. Or I can think about the long-term thing. It's like, all right, well, one day I'm going to be a black belt. Like this doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'll be great at jujitsu. Right. Um, and so it, it's just, you have to think long-term because first of all, it brings you peace of mind. And second of all, it makes you realize, okay, if you're just putting in the time and you're just being consistent and keep showing up, then sooner or later, whatever you have set for yourself is going to come to fruition. Yeah. I mean, it's the ability to handle the failure and the ups and downs, right? Like what's, I tweeted this earlier, like what's the point in life if every single day was sunny then you never had any rain that the sun would just, you, you just take it for granted. Right. Like if you were, if you were given a million dollars tomorrow, it wouldn't, it wouldn't feel as good as if you went and earned that million dollars. That's what people need to understand is like the way of life is to feel those emotions that a lot of people, when they get rich, they enjoy the days of the struggle because it's that, that got them to where they are. So it's, it's being able to process that and think like you said, in the long term of like, okay, just say I'm not where I want to be right now, but I will be in the future. In the future, you're going to be looking back at where you are now. Like, oh, that was the good old days. That's where I was still learning this, this, this. And that's what you hear everyone say, but it's, it's the process. And then in the end, the end result means that much more because you went through the struggle, the pain, the hardship that forged you into the person you are today, which is at the top of the mountain in whatever yeah. your time frame is. And the struggles are what, craft the person that you are all those hardships that you go through and the lessons that you learn and and failing on falling on your face and having to pick yourself back up like those events and those points in time shape your personality and shape your character and shape your mindset and are are setting the tone for the next time if you fall on your face and you let yourself loathe there in your sorrows then the next time you fall on your face you're probably going to quit or you're probably going to even you know, be in your feelings more. But if you wipe, you get yourself off, off the ground, wipe the dust off your hands and keep pushing and keep focus and keep, you know, keep your head forward, keep focusing on the goal, keep focusing on the mission. And that's testament to your personality. And that's testament to the, the character that you're building. Yeah. I mean, the thing I like to say is you can never beat the person who never stops the race. Yeah. It's just, you, you can't beat the person who never stops, who never finishes. Cause just because you hit, get to one mountain, you're going to end up going back down. If you don't try to hit another mountain, that's just the way life works. So yeah, it's a constant flow. Yeah. I mean, there's constant levels to the game. As soon as you just say hit 10 K a month, then there's the 20, then there's the 30 and you keep going up. But as soon as you stop, you want, as soon as you start settling, then that's when you start to come back down because you get complacent, like complacency and stagnation is literally death and i think it all goes back to the day you stop learning is the day you stop growing which is huge because you always need to be especially in an information world like we're in today it's so easy to have access to information that there's no excuse to not know the right stuff because literally everything's out there 
it seems like everyone has a book now, everyone's got a podcast, that there's something you can learn from everyone. Even if someone's not successful, there's something you can learn. Yeah, do we, we live in an age of information. There's so much stuff out there. There is so much good. There's so much bad. Um, you can get lost in it. And and you have to, once you find those few things for you, like it's great plug and play. Um, like I have a few things that I consume. I found a few things because there's so much you can get lost in it. Uh, oh, what book am I going to read next and this and that? And But if you just stick to a few and gather that information and apply it to your life, that's the way to do it, man. Yeah, I agree. And that's the biggest thing is knowledge without application is nothing. Yeah, no, it's pointless. Like, why why yeah. are you going to sit down and read 30 But I read 30 books in, in 30 days and blah, blah, blah. Like, good, bro. Good for you, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like uh, you have to go through like and, and uh, analyze the book and take the principles. And what is the author trying to teach you? Yeah. And you need to uh, ultimately apply it and take action on it. Because at the end of the day, the person who takes action but doesn't know anything will always get farther than the person that knows everything but never takes action. Right. It's all about action. And applying knowledge, like I said, knowledge isn't power unless it's applied to something. So yeah, man. there's no point in knowing about just say how the Federal Reserve System works or how fractional banking works or how uh, the body works even if you're not going to do anything to get better and to use that information to your advantage or apply it to something. Yeah. All of it just is just information you have stored in your brain that is useless. Is in the ultimately, end because yeah, not using ultimately, ultimately uses. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good stuff, man. Um, but as we wrap up the show, I always ask guests to have like pretend the entire world is listening to you right now and you are going to get a message what is your message to everyone what do you what's this one thing you're going to say to people for me i would have to say that you can achieve anything you put your mind to and whatever that is visualize it in the morning visualize it during the day visualize it at night because what you give is what you get and what you put out to the universe will come back. So me visualizing and manifesting, whatever it is, will end up happening. And it's already happened. It's just time hasn't caught up yet. Because you putting it out into the universe is symbolizing that it's happened. It's just time hasn't caught up yet. But yeah, at the end of the day, if you keep your head down, lock in, and just never quit, you'll end up being able to achieve anything that you can't even fathom. So that would be my advice to anyone is never quit and believe in yourself and just have just a, un, just a stupid amount of self-confidence and self-belief in yourself that you'll be able to achieve anything you put your mind to. And you will see that come to fruition. Awesome, dude. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, yeah, I love this conversation, man. Um, yeah, man, I, I think we could talk for hours. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening. If you got this far, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Peace.